Hey, what's good, everybody? We about to talk about some pot. We about to talk about CCIV. And we about to talk about AT and T, son. You already know me, son. Stay tuned, then let's get it. All right, son. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. You know what I'm saying for forever slow stroking the podcast. This is episode 35. You already know me, Eon, son. Yeah, son. Let's get it. I'm just here to spit game to y'all. First things first, son. You already know if you were in a position, son. The cannabis sector got beat down bad, son. I mean. They got beat down after hitting some highs, son, like some recent highs. That's crazy, son. I'm talking about Tilray. I'm talking about CGC. I'm talking about, what's the, they got MJ, which is the little um, ETF. They got MMNFF, the penny stock. They got ACB. And that happened the day, um, the day of their earnings report. That was crazy, son. So even, even, even the lovely, 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 well-recognized, well-known penny stock SNDL, son. That joint got beat down, too. And it's crazy because SNDL actually is cash positive. So that's crazy. They have free cash flow, and they still got beat down. So that goes to show you that it's it's not so much as the stock itself, but it's the um, it's the sector, son. And my, I'm, I'm not a financial advisor, as I, as I mentioned already, you know, every other episode. But, son, I got to tell you this. Um, I would hold off. Um, on, you know what I'm saying, putting a lot of money into these sectors until more news um, is released on federal legalization in the United States, you know what I'm saying, with uh, cannabis. So please be mindful of that. You got to wait for certain things to take place. You don't want to just be throwing your money in, waiting, and nothing happens, you know what I'm saying, or things get beat down more. I mean, that's a good mindset to have, but eh, a lot of people got tricked out their position, you feel me, this week, you know what I'm saying, tricked out their money. And that's not a good look, especially on weed, son, that's wild. So my main thing, as I tell my group all the time, take profit. Make sure you're taking profit because at the end of the day, son, if you're not taking profit, then what was the point of putting money in? You get what I'm saying? All right, so now let's get to uh, one of my favorite. Uh, it's not my favorite because of uh, it's a spec. It's my favorite because has the possibility of merging with a company that I really, 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 really like, um, which is Lucid. I like their products, um, meaning their vehicles, you know what I'm saying? I like the, the performance of them. Me, personally, I'm a car guy. I love cars. Uh, BMW is my favorite daily driver. So, yeah, son. Um, and I'm excited for this to replace Tesla because uh, my dad, he owned a lot of Tesla vehicles, several Model S, several Model 3s, and I think... It's time for a, a higher quality EV to hit the United States. And I think that's what um, Lucid can do. You feel me, son? Even though Tesla is coming out with another model, but CCIV is uh, type valid if it merges with Lucid. But Lucid itself, the company is type valid, in my opinion, son. So CCIV hit some new highs yesterday, right? And this was after, you know what I'm saying, they passed $41 per share. During the after hours yesterday, son, that was crazy to me. I was like, God, that, you know what I'm saying? I was like, ooh, <laughs> yo, son, I was just like, yeah, I was just watching my account grow off that joint, son. I was, I was though, I was though happy, you know. I was feeling myself. I was like, yeah, son, ooh, <laughs> let me stop. Nah, but I love making money, son. But um. The crazy thing is, there's still no news. There's still no new news about this merge, right? So, I just say for everybody, son, be careful. You know what I'm saying? I'm not your advisor, but you listening to me, and I'm just going to be like, son, as I would tell anybody with anything, son, just be careful. You know what I'm saying? Manage your risk. You know what I'm saying? Don't 
don't dump money into something at all time high, son. Just wait for the pullback and see if it can do it again. Wait and see if it can hit these numbers again, son. That's the valid thing to do. You know me, son. I'm just here to help y'all. All right, now A T and T, son. You gotta get valid with this one, son. This is this is like um, becoming um, a top stock in my opinion, and I really like AT and T, and I think it's time for me to dive deeper and really build my position as it already is in my portfolio. But I think it's time for me to, you know what I'm saying, be a mature adult, you feel me, son? And really start to get into this uh, company, you feel me, son? Yeah, son, you already know me. All right, son, so AT&T is well known for being a valid dividend stock, right? Uh, across the years, son, it's just been a growing dividend stock. Like, the dividends... Um, over time, just keep getting better and better, right? But, of course, in 2020, the dividends kind of got cut, as most things did in, um, in, with respect to COVID, right? So, that's another thing you kind of got to pay attention to. But there are some reasons that I feel like AT&T is undervalued, you know what I'm saying, at this current time. And I'm going to just go over, like, two of them, right? Son, number one, uh, just like other network providers... Um, ticker symbol T, AT&T, um, is participating in distributing 5G to its um, to its customers, right? This adaptation is a major deal as, what is it called, as many um, more people um, can't, you know what I'm saying, connect to the internet on a regular basis, son. So, just like typically you go to work, you don't really use your phone, you're on the, you're on the wired network or whatever like that, now people are home. Some people at home, they're on the internet all the time, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of got to just be mindful of that. Like, you need that 5G, you need those those broader bands, you need that frequency, you feel me, son? You need that distribution, that network distribution so that things can be valid, you feel me, son? So please, 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 please don't sleep on the need for 5G. Don't, don't feel like, oh, 5G, I don't really need it, it's not that important, 4G works just fine, no. Because as four as five G becomes more popular, four G will become more obsolete. You notice we don't use three G no more. If you have three G, you got terrible service. You see what I'm saying, son? So it just kind of keep that in mind. You feel me, son? So that's how I'm looking at it. All right. So to go on with that, you know what I'm saying? Now that they have the five G joint jumping off all crazy, right, son? Where did they come from, son? It came from a fifteen billion dollar loan from Bank of America, son. $15 billion loan from Bank of America. Not that that's an issue, but they're going to have to pay that back. And that, it's, it's, it's okay because the money was spent for a good reason. It's not like they went out and bought some Ferraris or something like that, son. They went and they did something that's going to help the company grow, right? So what can I say about that? I think it's going to knock a dent. It, it already did put a bit of a dent in their expense report, so I would say give it about a year or so to clear up on their expense reports, right, son? And then after that, they can use this service over and over and over again. They can continue to use the 5G service, but, I mean, just like a car, you know what I'm saying? You get an auto loan, you go ahead, you pay, you pay the car off. It's not like once you pay the car off, the car disappears. No, you pay the car off, you still own the car, you can still drive it, you feel me? You get what I'm saying, son? So 5G is the same thing. You... You sit there, you pay for it to get the loan or whatever it is that you need to do to, you know what I'm saying, get the service to distribute 
And then you can continue to distribute it. You can continue to make money off of it, just like um, Netflix does. You know what I'm saying? They pay, they buy their content or they create their own content. You know what I'm saying? Once they pay for it, they can continue to distribute it for people to watch. You get what I'm saying, son? You know me. Stand intelligent with it, son. All right, so that that's one thing. The next thing, finally, son, I would say HBO Max. I love HBO Max, son. Like, it's tough. Like, I can I can even pull it up right now on my um on my on my little joint, right, son. HBO Max is tough, son. They got all these movies, all these shows, right. And the crazy thing about it is they do new releases. So let me um let me give you some more um some more things about this HBO Max, right? It's seeing higher subscription rates, right? Higher subscription rates according to their recent, um, you know what I'm saying, earnings report. So that's one thing that's valid in my opinion, son. You can't argue with the fact that more people are are tuned in. You can't argue with that, son. I mean, how could you really be mad at that? Uh-oh, I got to play this joint. So, um, so after that, Eh, looking over to the subscription side a bit more, over 37.7 million HBO Max subscribers are on HBO Max, right? Now, not on HBO Max, but the number of people that are actually activated subscribers are 17.17 million. And you said, all right, son, what's the difference? So, 37.7 million people have HBO Max, right? But 17.17 people actually use HBO Max, so that's about half, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more than half, right? So, they still pay to have the service, but they're not actively watching it. But, you know, just like when the Wonder Woman movie came out, right, son? People tuned in, people bought HBO Max, whether it was a free trial or whatever you had to do to get it, you know what I'm saying, son? They got the HBO Max, right? Just to watch that brand new release. And HBO Max, they was like, you know what, son? We're going to continue to use this same plan, this hybrid release, um, to get people to to watch. So they'll release a brand new movie for a month, let people watch it, let people have the service for a month, and then they take the movie off and they'll do it again. Like, they have a new movie coming out. Um, I think it's a, it's an African-American movie. It's a Judas and the Black um, Messiah. That joint's coming out in March, right? March 14th. I'll be in Miami, you know me, but I might still tune in, you know what I'm saying, you know me, ooh. So after that, after the continuation of the hybrid releases, right, AT&T announced just the other day, son, that they plan to launch HBO Max in Latin America, which will help with their, you know what I'm saying, subscription growth, right? Son, you know me, son, I'm just, I'm just giving y'all gem after gem, son, I mean, how could you be tight about this now? Now that we did that, let me go ahead and give you my um, results for the week. Like, what did you know? What did you do? How, did you make? Did you make any money? Did you lose a lot of money? You know I me. Mean? All right, son. So, I did ten percent profit um, on JNUG, sixty-one percent profit on AMC, fifteen percent profit on VLO, fifty-five percent profit on ACB, two hundred percent profit on SNDL, twenty percent profit on Spy, forty percent profit from Neo. 70% loss from MGM, I was tight about that. 60% profit from NAK, 100% profit from MMNFF, uh, 20% profit from SNDL, 30% profit from NAK, 20% profit from Zoom, 
14% profit from SPY, 15% profit from Fisker, and 30% profit from CCIB, son. There is so much money to be made. There was more money made, like, um, from from hedging my portfolio. I made some more money from that, but I didn't feel like that was really necessary to include in my list because it wasn't um, planned. It wasn't something like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want to make this trade. It was something I kind of had to do so that my portfolio wouldn't fall. You get what I'm saying? You know me, son. Now, the hidden gem, son, um, real quick, don't sleep on SPACs, right? SPACs are valid. They're great. But please do not overvalue these SPACs. Why? Because they're just placeholders for the actual company. SPACs are not the real company. It's almost like a variable. It's just there to hold a value until the real thing comes. You know what I'm saying? So once these new companies come, once the actual company IPOs, then that's different. That's different. Now now you're actually investing in the company, even though the SPAC money does get... um. The SPAC money is raised for the company, you know what I'm saying, to launch. But it's not the money that's going to the company, you know what I'm saying. It's not the same as me throwing $100 into Netflix versus me throwing $100 into CCIV. Son, CCIV belongs to nothing. It's just a SPAC. Son, you already know me, son. This is Eon, the Forever Slow Stroke in the podcast. If you're interested in joining Forever Slow Stroke in the group, please click the link in the bio. I mean, in the description of this video. I was going to say bio, son. I'm so used to saying that. But click the uh, link in the description of this video, right, son? Go to foreverslowstroking.com and hit the um, order info. It's a page called order info. And then you can um, go ahead and sub fill it out. You know what I'm saying? Apply to be a member. And then you can get added to cool things such as our um, premium Discord. You can also um, attend certain events for free. So, son, you already know me. This is, you know, I got, oh, ooh.